back at it on a Saturday. This is Saturdays with Kramer right here on the Bet 1660. Like I said, live and local every single Saturday from 9A to 11A right here on the Bet. We got uh, championship week inside the NFL. I did my Mad Sim. I work for Arrowhead Pride. The Mad Sim had great great comments for once it's, it wasn't just the, the same copy or paste repeat of Madden's drunk or Madden this is not realistic this won't happen to where man I absolutely love these things keep pumping my Kramer majority about three fourths of the comments are like saying why does AP do this to where one fourth is like man we love this you know what I'm reaching to all you one fourthers out there that's why I do it for you guys I do I do I enjoyed it the Madden Sim predicted the Kansas City Chiefs to defeat the Baltimore Ravens after the Baltimore Ravens were leading the entire time, running the football down the throats of the Kansas City Chiefs to the Chiefs coming back in the second, third quarter, second half, taking the lead to winning 48 to 36. I think it's what the final score was. Yeah, it's, it's a, that was a high scoring affair. I don't know if 70 points is going to be scored total wise, but, but, I can see it being a great game. I, I really can. This a, the AFC Championship is going to be absolutely fun to watch. And I'm so happy that the game's at 2 o'clock. Like Arrowhead time. I think it's 2 o'clock Arrowhead time. So we don't have to sit around and wait until a late a late window. Because, I mean, the, the game's being played out there in Santa Clara with the, between the Lions and, and the 49ers. I digress. But I, I'm just I, like... <sighs> Who's going to win? Who's going to win between the Chiefs and the Ravens? Personally, personally, I know it's going to sound weird, me saying this, but personally, I kind of want the Kansas City Chiefs to win because of, for obvious reasons, writing articles, doing the Madden simulations, continuing to put out content and not having to stop after Sunday. Like there's going to be like a void left in my system of doing work-related things, and I enjoy doing the work-related things when it comes around the Kansas City Chiefs. Like the Chiefs, Chiefs lose on tomorrow, I could probably talk about how good the season was for them, or how good it wasn't, or how impressed I was that they made it to six straight AFC Championship games, and they've lost four games in a row now after beating Josh Allen in the playoffs. So. That's that's something I could talk about next week, or next week I could be previewing the, the Pro Bowl or even previewing the Super Bowl matchup between them against the either the Detroit Lions or either against the San Francisco 49ers. But here's the thing. I don't know if that's going to happen, though. This Baltimore Ravens team is probably the, the best team in the National Football League that nobody's talking about until now. Nobody's talking about them. Heck, even last week, everything was all about, oh, C.J. Stroud and the boys are going to probably go into Baltimore and give them a run for their money. Like Because, one, Lamar Jackson has, hasn't played a single game of football in three weeks. He's been sitting out of, of action, resting up, and getting ready to prepare, be prepared against whoever he was going to play last week. And that team that he was prepared against was Texas, uh, the Texans. And he won the game for them. Like, Lamar Jackson... Flat out won the game for the Baltimore Ravens. He took over that game, and they won. I know that first half wasn't great by any means on an offensive standpoint for the Baltimore Ravens, but that was one half of football. There's two halves of football to be played, 
and they were really good in that second half of football to where they didn't even let the Texas Rangers even get close to the red zone. Texas Rangers, the Houston Texans. That's what happens when you do one hour of baseball and you do one hour of football after that. You get the Texas Rangers and the Texans uh, teams kind of like mixed up a little bit on whether or not they're a baseball team or a football team. But sticking with the football side of things, the Ravens, I think, will win this game against the Kansas City Chiefs because of one reason, and that's from watching what I saw last week. And the, the, the pass rush didn't get to Josh Allen whatsoever until the third or fourth quarter. Like it took them forever to get started. I'm not. I'm not sure about you guys, but watching that Chiefs defense last week, I I I messaged uh, to a couple of the AP guys and uh, Rocky Mangania and Steven Serta. I was like, why why did I feel like there's no pressure getting made? Why do I think that Chris Jones isn't doing much? If anything, heck, I saw him being dragged. Uh, by James uh, James Cook, by I think by he was he was pulling on one of his hair his 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 one of his locks while he was trying to score a touchdown. I, I didn't think Chris Jones did that great last week, and then now knowing that there's an incentive put on his name right now, like if they make the Super Bowl, he gets another bonus. Do I think Chris Jones is going to do get to the sack Lamar Jackson, push him back, make him get some tackle, TFLs? No. Lamar Jackson is a different breed, man. Like, he is so good at football. I think he's... I think he is better than what we saw Michael Vick do in the NFL. I can confidently say that. Lamar Jackson is 100% better than Michael Vick when comparing their NFL careers. And I think, what I mean, we all know what Michael Vick did. Lamar Jackson isn't doing what Michael Vick did. And Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP this year. He is probably going to be the Chiefs. He's probably going to be the Super Bowl MVP because if I think the whoever wins between the Chiefs and Ravens will win the Super Bowl. I, I don't care who it is. They will win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl will run through the AFC as, as, as it always should. The AFC, I still believe, is one of the most dominant divisions in football. The NFC, it's like throwing a dart at the dartboard. It could be the Lions. It could be the 49ers. Heck, I was shocked to see the Bucks make it to the final four teams in the NFL. Well, on the NFC side of things. If Lamar Jackson takes over the game on the Chiefs, you can just kiss the Chiefs season goodbye. Being played in Baltimore... They think that they have one of the louder stadiums, which it, it, it proved to come into effect. We saw Laramie Tunsil have a couple offside penalties, which we rarely see, but because the crowd noise was getting to him. Are we going to see that happen with Joan Taylor? Are we going to see that happen with Donovan Smith? Are we going to see that happen with, I don't know, somebody lining up on offsides, whether if it is Kadarius Tony or if it's someone that's doing a, a false start movement in Travis Kelsey? Or who knows? The crowd noise in Baltimore will put on effect. And you're probably thinking to myself, but Kramer, the Chiefs play at home at Arrowhead, the loudest stadium in the National Football League. I know, but the crowd is quiet. Well, it's not quiet-esque. I mean, it's quiet enough for the offense so they can run their plays. But the offense never usually hears that loud noise. Like, could, should should the Chiefs have... Man, I mean, I know, they always put out the, the, the quiet offenses at work type of stuff on the Videotron. It is going to be loud in Baltimore. 
It will. And we we can already ch- check out the list of things Mahomes can do, and that's win a playoff game on the road in the playoffs, which I still thought that was hilarious last week. Like, oh, yeah, no, Patrick Mahomes is not going to win against the Buffalo Bills because he's never won a road playoff game. Well, because he never played a road playoff game until then. Now he's playing a second one. Will he go 2-0 and or will he go 1-1? One and one? I think he'll be 1-1. One and one. I, I just... I just think the Ravens are the better team, better defense. That This defense is actually going to be a lot more healthy. Mark Andrews is coming back. Marlon Humphrey should be there. They played a banged-up Bills defense last week, and it showed. And injury concerns coming into this game, Joe Tooney out. Where they're still questionable on Isaiah Pacheco, Mike Edwards, and Willie Gay, which Willie Gay needs to play. You had him as your spy last week on Josh Allen, you, you, and he got hurt that game, re-aggravated his neck injury. You probably are going to want him to be your spy on Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson is 10 times quicker than what Josh Allen is. Mike Edwards went down early with a concussion during that game last week against Buffalo. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to clear concussion protocol by tomorrow. or to, He has to clear it today in order to play tomorrow, so we'll find out later on if Mike Edwards is going to play tomorrow. We'll, we'll probably figure that out later on today. Then Isaiah Pacheco's toe. I, I, I was talking to Six uh, Ten's uh, producer on the drive, Rob Brent, yesterday. And I'm like, like, are we? Should we be concerned about Isaiah Pacheco like this late in, like being also would be playing because we know how hard he runs, how forceful he is with his legs, like getting inch by inch, putting his foot in the his toes in the dirt, and him having a toe injury right now. How well is he going to be running the football? That's my biggest question mark there. I think the injuries are piling up on the Chiefs as well to where it's it's like I could it's understandable if they lose because they didn't make it to the finish because of the, the health issues. We saw that happen last year around this time in the NFC Championship game with the 49ers. We saw Brock Purdy, Purdy tear his UCL. We saw Fred Warner go out, Nick Bosa go out. You name it, the biggest guys to help get the 49ers to, the, to play the, the Eagles last season, they just kept getting hurt. They kept dropping like flies throughout that beginning of the game, towards the end of the game, to where they just could not last the Eagles. And we saw the Eagles. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Chiefs. Heck, the Eagles aren't even there now because they weren't even as a good football team as they were in the year prior. But I could see this happening to the Chiefs. I'm not saying like Patrick Mahomes is going to go down, Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones or anything. I just think the injuries have already piled up too much there to where it's like we already know what the Chiefs are going to do. They're either going to pass it to Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, or run it with Isaiah Pacheco. If Isaiah Pacheco can't go, all right, let's fingers crossed. And hopefully Clyde Edwards Hilary can pick up some of the role, or if Jarek McKinnon can go out there. We'll see that. I haven't seen Jarek McKinnon step on the field in a long time. Heck, I'm not even sure if he's even able eligible to come off of injured reserve or anything. Like I, that's just something that has already appeared past my head that just popped in my head now just to talk, and I probably should have done some research before talking about it. But you know what? Who cares? Rasheed Rice looked banged up last week as well. I mean, he played this week. He practiced this week, but still uh, lingering effects. He gets gets a shot there. The like I don't know where where that was hurting him, but if, say if he gets a shot, like gets gets a hit there, it's just gonna reaggravate that thing. And yeah, and then it's Travis Kelsey is your your primary target. Then we're gonna start seeing Patrick Mahomes run with his feet. I do not want to see Patrick Mahomes rush for over fifty yards. If I see Patrick Mahomes rush for over fifty yards, that's not good. It's him trying to get back into the game because they're probably too far out of reach. I'll, I'll, I'll prove it there. I'll say it right there. I think Baltimore wins this one. I do. And I know I, I there's a, I know I know this is a, a a Kansas City market, a Chiefs market, and everything. But Nate Taylor 
of I mean he's our he's our insider here. He's uh, he's done stuff on the athletic, and of course I close out everything on News Boss to where I can can't play audio right now until I keep talking my way through it. But he thinks that the Chiefs will win as well. And heck, heck Nate Taylor's big time now. Mr. Nate Taylor, is, well, I mean, him being on the Athletics big time. But he was on the Pat McAfee show. This is not him on the Pat McAfee show. This was him uh, on over uh, joining our sister station at 610 Sports Radio. This is what he says the main reason for a Chiefs win. It might really be Steve Spagnuolo. I think one of the main points that I think this defense can accomplish is basically having two game plans. We're going to do this in the first half to try to get a lead, right? to try to get up on the Ravens by seven, ten points, whatever it is, to get up at halftime. We're going to present something slightly new that we haven't seen, or that the Ravens haven't seen, I should say. And then in the second half, we're going to adjust. We're going to do a bunch of other wacky stuff in the second half so that they can't necessarily just counter to what you already presented. It's a very hard thing to do. Most defenses cannot do this, but the Chiefs, have the defense to do it, I believe, just because of all the versatility and the fact that Chris Jones will probably get consistent pressure. Now, I, I, I don't know about the consistency of the pressure. That's the only thing I don't know how well Chris Jones is going to be, but I do know what's going to be fun and well is the quarterback matchup between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. And, of course, they had to talk. About, they talked about each other this week. You know that was going to be the questions about it. When, Le, when Patrick Mahomes was on the drive this week, he was in awe of everything Lamar can do. I think everyone in the NFL does. I mean, it's not just the running, but, I mean, just the being able to throw the different arm slots, um, to be accurate, throw it downfield. I mean, he can do it, it all. I and mean, that's why he's going to hope – I mean, I'm not hopefully, but going to be winning his second MVP probably. And um, I think uh, that just speaks to the type of player he is. He continues to get better and better. Um, that's what we're all trying to do in this league. Um, and uh, we're, it'll be a great challenge for us, and we're excited uh, to go out there to their place and see, see what we can do. The, the ego stroking continued as Lamar talked about Mahomes. I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even a, a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just – I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight. And speaking of that heavyweight fight, there's also a heavyweight guy on the defensive side of the things for the Chiefs and Chris Jones. I thought this was good. He's, he's excited for the challenge. He's the MVP caliber quarterback. Um, you know, he has a good chance of winning MVP this year. That just shows you um, uh, how dynamic as a player he is. And um, that defense is one of the best defense in the league. I think overall as a team, they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, they've showed that throughout the, throughout the year on um, how competitive they are. As the better against the better teams in the league, you know, look at a team like San Fran, look at a team what they did to Miami, and they've been uh, showing that type of dominance throughout this year. So it's going to be tough. It's a challenge, but I'm excited for it. But what I'm curious is, is to, is everybody still all on board in the Chiefs train around the the world, the globally? I know the Swifties are all here now. The Patrick Mahomes is a recognizable face, whether or not you can. I bet you go to like Australia and you put a picture of Patrick Mahomes if you hold it up and say, hey, do you know who this guy is? I think nine out of ten people are going to be like, yeah, I know who that is. You probably go somewhere in the U.K., yeah, Germany, 100%. They're going to know who they're gonna know who Patrick Mahomes is, but there's also the people that are out there that already know who they are and they're exhausted of the Chiefs. And I thought this was, this was, a, good, this was a good point by D.A. from Mad Dog Radio. He does join uh, I'm a, our sister station at 610 Sports Radio. Um, the Fesco in the morning, and he even said people are exhausted of the Chiefs. There's a lot of people nationally that are so sick and tired of the Chiefs. They don't want the Chiefs. They were rooting for the Bills. 
They're sick and tired of, of everything about the Chiefs and whatnot. And that just means you guys have arrived, that there is a Patriots-esque exhaustion that is going on because you win so much. I am sorry. I never thought I would say that about the Kansas City Chiefs. People are exhausted of all of the winning. I mean, what world is this? And it's good for the Chiefs. Like, that's that's something that I, I strive to be. I want to be known as the team, like the up-and-comer that people can't stand anymore, kind of like how Pat McAfee is. People love Pat McAfee until he brought people on a show that are like, yeah, all right, do we actually like Pat? And now he's been in hot water with all that stuff. But the Chiefs are the Patriots now. We can firmly, I can firmly say that. We've seen what the Patriots have done. We've seen how the people reacted towards the Patriots away, the mantra of them making it to winning Super Bowls, making the championship games, shaking hands, kissing babies, doing it the right way, doing it the Patriot way, which I don't think is the right way. That's just my opinion. I mean, we see what Bill Belichick's doing right now. He's not even, not even going to be a head coach anywhere. But I, I don't know. I I still think the Ravens win. I, I, I know I wanted the Bills win last week, but I still think it's hilarious that the Bills lost to the Chiefs last week. It's it's so funny. Like It's hilarious that they lost to them. But I digress. Uh, when it comes to the 49ers or the Lions – Man, I just want to uh I just want to watch a good game. I want the Lions to win, clearly, but I think the 49ers are gonna win. I think the I hate the the crap that everybody's given Brock Purdy, saying, Oh, he's just he's he's not he's a nobody. Anybody can be that a quarterback in that system. Which if that's the case, sign me up. I'd love to be the quarterback for the, the 49ers and make money and hopefully win Super Bowls because if I'm put in the right situation, which that's what coaches are supposed to do. Coaches are supposed to put players in the right spot right times to win football games. That's exactly what Kyle Shanahan has done for Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy is 100% better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Brock Purdy is 100% better than Sam Darnold. I think Brock Purdy is 100% better than Trey Lance. I think we can we can, we can can all probably agree upon that thing. So why are we giving the kids so much crap? Is it because he wears his jeans? Is it because he wears his Carhartt uh, gray uh, jersey, his Levi probably thinks it's Levi Stadium? Uh, they, they, he just wears like you and I everyday clothing to work or even out and about. So be it. He's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. That defense is good. But the thing is, I want the, I think the, I, I want the Lions to win. I think they can run through that defense of the 49ers. And you gotta love Jared Goff. Listen to Jared Goff here when uh, he—it's a—he's uh, talking to the media. He praised a guy because somebody said something to him. Then he's like, "Okay, I take that back." Just, just <laughs> this is this is funny. Oh, thank you. I said thank you. All right, never mind. Yep, St. Brown was first team All Pro, so. Right, right. Um, so was Panay. <laughs> sorry, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Absolutely, but do you feel like this is a chance for more? Yeah, I know. I know what you're. I know what you're getting at. Yes, uh, I, I do. I think. I think we've got a lot of ton of ton of great players who. Um, Maybe haven't had the the national stage that up to this point um, that a lot of a lot of other guys have, and obviously they have a ton of good players as well, and, and a ton of Pro Bowlers and All Pro players over there. And um, it's it, yeah, we, we feel like you know we've got a lot of good players too, though, like you mentioned, and um, excited to play on another national stage and, and be able to showcase that. I didn't miss any, did I? No, you got it. <laughs> All good. This game goes down to coaching. 
and it goes by if it goes down to coaching. I like Ben Johnson and I like Dan Campbell. So give me the Lions. Let's have the Ravens Lions Super Bowl next week or two weeks from now. That is something that I would look forward to. Heck, if it was a Chiefs one, that'd be cool too. But I just think the Ravens are going to win that game. Uh, that's 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 just me. It's the size of Kramer right here on the Bet sixteen sixty. Our football talk is still happening. We got take a quick break. The coaches carousel coming up. Best bets. And who I think could, my, my at least five picks that I think could win the WWE Royal Rumble tonight. We'll discuss next. You're listening to Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660. We're back out of here on the side of the Kramer and the Bet 1660. We got that, uh, that Cardinal music going. We, that's uh, the, co- the coach's carousel continues in the NFL. My gosh, this is a, uh, it's been a wild coaching carousel so far. We've seen the likes of Antonio Pierce being named full-time Raiders head coach. The Patriots promoting Gerard Mayo as her head coach after Bill Belichick was 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 let go, mutually parted ways. We saw this week the Titans got Brian Callahan. They 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 went out and got him. Panthers went with Dave Canales, which probably won't work out. I, I bet you think he's 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 fired probably by the end of the year. That's just what Tepper does. Rams went with defensive coordinator Raheem Mowers, which is awesome. That right there eliminated the fact that Bill Belichick is no longer even in the runnings for the the job out there in Atlanta. Chargers, man, the Chargers. They they got a good one. They got a really good one. I'm annoyed about it too, because they got Michigan's head coach Jim Harbaugh was the uh, the Chargers head coach. Him Jim Harbaugh now put with Justin Herbert, I'm curious how things go out for that because I'm not a Justin Herbert believer whatsoever. I've, I've seen what he's been doing with, heck, was Anthony Lynn his head coach at first and then went with Brandon Staley. Now we're here. Too many coordinators. It's not going to work. I, I, I'm i curious to see what's going to happen, though. Absolutely curious to see what's going to happen because it's going to be a fun. Like The fact that the, the AFC West has incredible coaches. Andy Reid, Antonio Pierce. Sean Payton, now Jim Harbaugh. It's going to be a fun, it will be fun. It's going to be a fun upcoming AFC challenge showdown, where you want to name it. I remember, remember a few years ago, that's when they were trying to bring uh, unload uh, so many people here. This That's when Devontae came in. That's when Khalil Mack came in. Like that, Yeah, Russell Wilson. That was a handful of years ago. That's when they, everyone thought the AFC West was going to be on steroids. Nah. But there is two vacant spots left. The Commanders, the Commies, they have a, a vacancy open, which who knows, they, they might promote EB. Is EB even a, a potential candidate? Are they going to try to maybe Ben Johnson, maybe? Maybe some of the other coordinators out there, maybe Steve Spagnolo, could his name get put out there as a head coaching uh, head coaching gig, possibly? I think he should. I think he's, he's proven enough to where he could probably get, take the reins once again, taking a team to a Super Bowl. He's just such a good defensive coordinator. Really good defensive coordinator is what Steve Spagnolo is. But no, they're open. The Seahawks are open, and that just leads us to one thing and 
one shocking thing. There, if there's only two head coaching jobs open, Mike Vrabel's still out there. Vrabel, fired from Tennessee, deserves to be a head coach. Such a great locker room guy. Or Bill Belichick. Two dudes. I can pull down. I can turn down this annoying circus theme music. That I can. I I find that uh, circuses can be annoying. Circuses, carnival rides. Heck, you want to be dizzy? That carousel. I don't know. I don't want to be dizzy. But we we might be living in a day and age that we may not see Bill Belichick coach football. And he probably still wants to coach football. I think the only reason why the Atlanta Falcons one didn't work through is because Bill Belichick really hasn't shown anything since the Tom Brady era is gone. And Bill's in his 70s. Do we really think the Atlanta Falcons want to like hand over the, the reins, hand over everything for Bill Belichick? Is Do we think the, 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 the Seahawks are going to do that? I, I guarantee the Seahawks won't. I guarantee the Seahawks won't. Do you really think Pete Carroll will stay there as how whatever whatever his role is now I'm, as a football operations guy? I don't know what it is. It's not head coach, though, which it should be. And Pete wants to be a head You could tell Pete Carroll still wants to be a head coach. But enjoy this time with your more enjoy more time with your family now, Pete. Just do that. But I highly doubt Pete Carroll's gonna be the guy that's like, yeah, let's get Bill Belichick over here. That's not gonna happen. That's that that one hundred percent will not happen if I'm if you're the Seattle Seahawks. Now it's whether or not the Commanders want to either wait for Ben Johnson, the OC for the Lions, or do they go out there and get Bill Belichick? I if I'm the Commanders, I'm getting Bill Belichick. I don't care. I think Bill Belichick still has a lot to prove. Him putting him in a situation with Sam Howell, I know that defense isn't great, but you put the mind of Bill Belichick there, you know the defense is going to be good. It's kind of like where Vic Fangio goes. Vic Fangio is now the Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator after leaving, mutually parting ways with the with the Miami Dolphins. It just didn't click there with his corners and defensive backs. It just did not work there with how his system is, uh, where it comes to his uh, defensive scheming type of things. So, and I, Bill Belichick's 100% better at defensive, uh, being a defensive coordinator or however defensive, like getting the defense all set up better than Vic Fangio. So wherever... Bill goes, that defense just becomes incredible. That's just what it's what's it's what's going to happen. And also, wherever Bill goes, you know, his little puppet, his uh, his his boy, his pride, his prized possession that can't do anything else outside of Daddy's eyes. Josh McDaniels will make sure to be with him no matter where he goes. Probably even Stephen Belichick too. I don't think Stephen Belichick stays in the, um, in New England. I think he goes wherever his poppy goes, his actual true poppy, um, and Bill Belichick goes. But the thing that I find interesting though. And I can't come up with this idea. I didn't come up with this idea, but I heard of this idea by uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon over on Fox Sports Radio. They, uh, Mike Harmon, made an assumption. He made it. He he he's he's tracking down a conspiracy theory that the NFL forced the Los Angeles Chargers to sign to make Jim Harbaugh, Michigan's uh, former Michigan's head coach. They forced them to make that deal to get them to try to make the, the Los Angeles Chargers a, a living, breathing, functional organization that fans will actually cheer and root for. Now, signing Jim Harbaugh does add to that. It does. But it makes too much sense. The year was the year or the year after they the Los Angeles Rams were there. They got their stadium done. And now it was the the year of or the year after that the Rams stadium completed 
and they won the Super Bowl. They were sharing these the the compounds with the Chargers still at that time, and there's no Chargers fans. You go to a Chargers home game, say it's the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Chargers. It's going to be littered with Pittsburgh Steelers fans. If it's a Chiefs game, littered with Chiefs games. If it's going to be against the Raiders, littered with Raiders fans. If it's a Broncos game, littered with Broncos fans. You name it. If it is a New York Jet game, it will be littered with New York Jets fans there against the Los Angeles Chargers. You, do you see? Do you get? The, do you get where I'm getting it at? There are no unless you're Marianne Doe, who's a plant, planted Chargers fan. That we can confirm that a planted Chargers fan that they were trying to get run on ESPN. Like, come on now. I can actually put this tinfoil hat on and can agree with the NFL trying to force the Chargers to become a relevant team by getting fan base, getting fan interaction from that Los Angeles market because I guarantee you they're not getting the numbers that they projected or they sought to think that they were going to get by putting two teams in Los Angeles. At some point in time, I hope that the San Diego Chargers are back in the NFL because I absolutely... No, I don't feel bad for San Diego Chargers. I don't even feel bad for Chargers fans. I don't even like Chargers fans. The Chargers, I, I think out of, out of my pedestal of AFC teams that I cannot, like from ranking AFC teams, we all know that Raiders number one for, in my heart. Number, Raiders number one in my book. Behind them, if I had to stick with teams-wise, would be the Chiefs. But if it wasn't for teams-wise, I'd pick the refs at number two. But for, for sake of it being the, the teams-wise, Chiefs at two, then Broncos and Chargers are tied at last place because I just cannot stand the Broncos and I cannot stand the Los Angeles Chargers. I just absolutely find it hilarious that every single year people want to crown the Los Angeles Chargers after they haven't proven anything. They have proven the fact that, well, when Brandon Staley was there, that they've proven that they would actually um, uh, concede and play for ties, which I was... It's like you really pay for ties in the National Football League. Get out of this. Get out of the NFL. That's that's all I have to say about that. But this is a good conspiracy. I, I, I could I could see this trying to win some people over. But at the end of the day, it's the Chargers still. It's not like they're they're bringing in an entire Michigan University type of offense scheme mindset. You name it. No, you're bringing in a a mindset of Jim Harbaugh. Wherever Jim Harbaugh goes, Jim Harbaugh wins. We saw that with Stanford. We saw that with the San Francisco 49ers. We saw that with Michigan. And now we're probably going to see that here with the Los Angeles Chargers. And I, 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 that, that concerns me because people making those predictions now, I can kind of legitimize them with because of what Jim Harbaugh can do with his quarterbacks. And he has a, I guess he has a quarterback in Justin Herbert. I still have yet to see it. And I want to see it. But my gosh... I think the NFL did force like Mike Harmon can bravo on that, on, on figuring it out, like bravo on digging and digging and digging and digging and digging and figuring out why the NFL wanted to go out and get the chargers to sign Jim Harbaugh. And I think you found it to get the fan base there to, to spark a, uh, an aura to spark a, to spark a mantra of chargers football inside Los Angeles, which it is a heavily, heavily, heavily not chargers fan base crowd ever. Like why would you why would you why would you move a team that majority of the time teams that occupy Los Angeles do not like the Chargers, so therefore there probably aren't that many fans in Los Angeles. Then again, it's also like with the third, the second. It's not the first. It's the biggest biggest uh, city is New York. Number two, I think Chicago is number three. Houston or is it is number three um, uh, Los Angeles? I 
I honestly don't know that question. And I'm a big, I, I know geography, but I don't know population. Different, different type of geography, and that's population. Population's not even geography, Kramer. That's just population's people. Geography's looking outside and seeing the, the streets. That's geography. That's geography. This is Cyrus Kramer on the Bet 1660. The WWE Royal Rumble is in matter of hours. Matter of hours. My favorite show of the year. Cannot wait to watch it later. But you know what we're going to do? We'll take a quick break. I'll give you my top five predictions and also best bets. Best bets to kick off the the the, the, the first talking point coming back from those breaks. So best bets first, then in Royal Rumble predictions next. We'll do that right here on Saturdays with Kramer. You're listening to Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660. <laughs> Let's get our bets of the day. First things first, though, Kadarius Tony of the Chiefs ruled out for tomorrow's game. Kadarius Tony out tomorrow's game, so he hasn't played the last three weeks. And also, I didn't realize this, Peter Schrager has predicted the last five Super Bowl matchups and winners correctly. He's going with the Chiefs this year. Going with the Chiefs this year. So can he make it six straight? We'll, we'll find out. But let's get to the bets. Best bets. Let's go with college basketball. It's going to start here. Tip off on these games. We're going to start off here in about 17 minutes or so. I got Providence over Georgetown. The Providence said over Georgetown's a minus 800. I know Kramer, you said it's a minus 800. Why am I? I'm, I'm, I'm barely making any money off this. But here's the thing: you parlay this thing. This parlay is a, a is a positive parlay. It's a positive 108. I'm using ESPN bet odds when it comes to this. Providence over Georgetown minus 800. Take them. Take Baylor over TCU, who's a minus 200. And take Virginia over Louisville, minus 425. That'll come out at a plus 108. You double your money on this. That's 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 all we're here to do is double the money. And then when we go to tomorrow's games, like when it comes to NFL games, I have one bet and one bet that I like. That's Lamar Jackson to have a touchdown with his feet. And then, then Patrick Mahomes to have two passing touchdowns, which that's a minus 110. Lamar Jackson's touchdown is a plus 105. That right there is a parlay, a two-leg parlay. That's a plus 332. Simple lock, simple, easy as it can be. Those are my two bets that I'm riding with for one for today and one for tomorrow. Let's have us a weekend, people. Let's have us a weekend. Now. A weekend that I look forward to every single year. Two years ago, I went to this event in St. Louis called the WWE Royal Rumble. WWE Royal Rumble 2024 is today. I cannot believe how quickly it always has come. And also, I can't believe of how many how many times I've watched the Royal Rumbles, even if it's reruns or... Yeah, I've watched so many Royal Rumbles rerun-wise so many times. Like I would, I would just go from one to the next to the next to the next, especially when I was sick during school days. Like say if I was like middle elementary school, middle school, and also high school. If I was sick, that day was consisted of laying in bed, drinking fluids, and watching WWE Royal Rumble. So I'm giving you my five scenarios of who I think could win the Royal Rumble. And oh my gosh, the countdown clock is now. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Yeah, I think a, a guy that can win this one is who you hear now this theme song. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, he got to finish the story. And the story of him winning the Royal Rumble could also be true. It could also be him winning this Royal Rumble, 
either taking on Seth Rollins or taking on Roman Reigns. We saw what happened last last WrestleMania. Roman Reigns had help with Solo Sokoa, Jimmy and Jay Usos, the Usos, to help him win his title back. And I'm not saying it's time for Roman to drop the title, but man, Roman's been Roman's been working. Roman has been one of the most glorified guys in WWE. They made him on top of the pedestal, and I know there's been a lot of talk of WWE lately. As of last night, also, if you didn't know this, Vince McMahon resigned of TKO and WWE chairman, so there's no more Vince McMahon ever, ever, and ever, and ever because of how much of a gross human being he truly was towards women, and it's uh, it's it's out there. So I that's as much as I'm going to say about the Vince McMahon stuff. If you want to learn more about it, it's on ESPN. It's on – you can find some more – graphic stuff elsewhere, but uh, I'm just saying right now, that's just what it's going to be at. No, I think Cody Rhodes could win this Royal Rumble, and I, I would like it. I wouldn't mind it. Uh, he's uh, he's a guy that I like. I liked him ever since he, he, he left. I liked it when he was doing his, uh, his broken face where he had his mask on it, his dashing Cody Rhodes classic. Yeah, no, I, I could see, I could see Cody winning it. I know it's not his best music. I like I like his Broken Dreams music a little more. The that's just my clientele when it comes to Drew McIntyre. But Drew McIntyre, there's nothing going on for him right now, and him possibly going into the Royal Rumble and winning it, I wouldn't mind that whatsoever. I know he's starting a little feud type of thing with CM Punk, which I mean that could be a good little storyline for the inside the Royal Rumble to Elimination Chamber. That's not going to be a WrestleMania match whatsoever. That I don't think anybody wants to see is Drew McIntyre versus CM Punk. But this is something to at least look forward to when it comes to the Rumble because Drew McIntyre is a big, meaty man, and he's very strong. He's won a Rumble before. He's uh, He was the COVID champion. He put WWE on his back during COVID times when, when it was the the people having the computer screens around the, 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 around the, around the ring of people's faces watching the thing, which that just doesn't even seem real. COVID doesn't seem – I mean, it was 100% real. COVID happened. But it doesn't seem real that it was four years ago. That was four years ago, pandemic times. My gosh. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. I can see him. I can see him winning it. Has a gr- Jay Uso's beat is amazing. I like I like his theme music a lot. I think Jay Uso. He's also another candidate that I think could win. I think we're gonna see if it's gonna be anybody who's going to win the Rumble. It's gonna be coming from the Raw side of things. Jay Uso, I've already said. Uh, Cody Rhodes is on Raw. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre's on Raw. Jay Uso's on Raw. Like th- these guys are all are Raw guys, and I think the winner's gonna come out of the Raw side of the bracket. And I still think whoever's gonna win this one is gonna take on Roman Reigns for the for his title. Like, there's no reason for it. There's, Seth Rollins is hurt. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with the, with the title with Seth Rollins. I, I mean, I think Gunther would be amazing. I think put the title on Gunther right now. If Seth Rollins can't go for like a few months, put the title on Gunther. 
Like, please, please. But Jay Uso winning this, taking on his cousin at WrestleMania, then dethroning Roman at Mania would absolutely be spectacular. It'd be like that. Uh, it'd be it would be a bittersweet moment for the bloodline. It it, it truly would. And I don't know. I, I just I don't know what they're doing with Jey Uso right now. So that's like that. This could be an also an easy cop out and a, a great storyline because remember, Jey Uso left the bloodline, was a quote unquote free agent. Cody Rhodes brought him into Raw. People didn't like him there, and they still don't like him because they're like, yeah, because you're your bloodline. We we you know, we know what you did with us when you were running with your cousins. Now, he can do the right thing, win the Rumble. Go throw, go win that. Go to WrestleMania and dethrone his cousin to win the, um, the, the to win the WWE undisputed World Heavyweight Champion Roman Reigns. an easy favorite. CM Punk leaving AEW uh, uh, on a scorched earth session and then now go to the WWE make money and money and money win the Royal Rumble. Like This will be fun. This will be CM Punk's first match back in WWE like (laughs) televised wise, excuse me. Win the Rumble. Take on Seth Rollins at Mania. Take on whoever the world champion is at Mania. Take on Roman Reigns. I don't know if it's going to be a Roman Reigns versus CM Punk WrestleMania whatsoever. But I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, 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 li- I like these so much. I like CM Punk. I've always liked CM Punk. I don't care what he. I don't care what he's done. I don't. I don't care if you want to call him a locker room cancer. I like CM Punk on the TV, on the mic, in the ring. You name it. That's just me. That's just me. But here's my last pick, and I'm curious what others think about this because I can. I don't. I don't know. I have the script right in front of me. I know who's coming out number 30. Oh, boy. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. I think The Rock could be in this rumble, win this rumble, go to the head of the table, Take on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I know there's been a a lot of um, a lot of stuff happening out there where Rock isn't really happy with WWE right now because of that because of that Netflix deal and possibly because of the the Vince McMahon stuff as well that's been that's been re- released out. So who knows that this recently this could have been scrapped like this could have been the the idea this could have been the the goal that the Rock comes in wins the Rumble and then goes to WrestleMania takes on Roman Reigns but thinking in I don't see the Rock taking and defeating Roman Reigns I love I would love the match the match would be fantastic heck the the like the last time we saw the Rock uh, fight what was it at SummerSlam or was it at WrestleMania I'm pretty sure it was at WrestleMania the last time we saw the um uh, the Rock uh, fight I think it was against John Cena too so. I'd be curious. I'm interested. I, I can't wait for it to happen because I'm giddy. I'm a nerd. I'm a mark when it comes to uh, WWE things, but The Rock just seems too easy. It just does. And I don't know. I, I just want to see what – I just I just want to see great wrestling. I don't want to see anything botched because that, that – I just want to see a great Royal Rumble. 
Last year's was really good. The year that I went to absolutely sucked because, of course, a McMahon had to throw his two cents in and just mess up the entire show. And Shane McMahon. Like, that's, 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 what's, that's what happened. But that'll do it here on this edition of Saturdays with Kramer. Thank you all for hanging out with me for these last two hours of listening to my nonsense ramble. Whether if it is baseball, whether if it is football, whether if it is WWE-related things, I do appreciate you all for listening to at least any sort of second of this, being able to welcome me into your viewer slash listener slash you name it list every single Saturday. Kansas City! It's almost baseball season, baby. Building the 50-degree weather coming up here soon. You know what? Kansas City, I know one thing and one thing only that you all need to do every single day is put a smile on your face, Kansas City, because you never know who needs to see it on this doomy, gloomy day here in Kansas City. You know what? Have a good one, everybody. Have your bets cash. And good luck tomorrow if you're, the, if you're a Chiefs fan. Just good luck. That'll do it here. Have a good, have a good day, Kansas City. Saturdays with Kramer on the Bet 1660.